Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to the Chaser Report for Wednesday the 2nd of March. I'm Charles Firth here, uh, Lachlan Hodson. Hello there. Alex Ovulovic. Hi. And Dom Knight. Hello. And we're missing Gabby this week. We are. Lachlan, she's in Adelaide. Yes. Have you heard from her? Yeah, well, I mean, because uh, we're, we're actually friends we're with Gabby as opposed to the weird toxic boss employee relationship you guys seem to have. <laughs> She's just started doing her, her show, I uh, Hope My Keyboard Doesn't Break, at the Adelaide Fringe. Mm. She did her first shows over the weekend. She's doing more throughout this week and it seems to be going really well for her. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we really yeah, have to start the podcast with a plug for Gabby though. Like, this is a little bit tacky. Like, I know we miss her, but <laughs> come on. So what, on, what, was the, what was the name of her show again? Her show was I Hope My Keyboard Doesn't Break. Tickets are, I don't know the price of the tickets because we get free ones. Um, but she's <laughs> she's also been up to other things. So she's working with other comedians. She's trying to increase oh. her, her network. But I think fame might be getting to her head. Oh, yeah. Really? She's, she's, I've been getting a whole bunch of really weird messages from her. And, and, and she sent me uh, one just a day or so ago that I don't even think was meant for me, but was meant for you, Charles. Oh, really? Yeah, let's, it might be important for the future of the company. So oh. let's take a listen. Hey, Charles. Um, so, so sorry. Uh, I don't think I can come back. Yeah, can you get off me? Sorry, just, get, just stop touching me. It's not very COVID safe. Um, yeah, there's a mob here at the airport. I think I'm really famous. <laughs> I don't know. Whoa, fucking stop touching me. I think I'm really, really famous. There is like... A huge mob at the Adelaide airport. I don't even know if I'm going to get to my fucking show. Um, so I guess, I guess this is my my two weeks notice. Um, I'm just really. I don't really know what it was about Adelaide that made them go. Oh, I'm going to go mob Gabby Bolt at the airport. What? What? Wait, sorry. No, I'm not. Sorry, Charles. Hold on a sec. I'm not. Hate Winslet. No. No. Wait, so you're all mobbing me because you thought I was Kate Winslet. <laughs> what? No, oh, no, no, don't leave. That was a really good reason to quit my job. Um, <laughs> so I'm not famous. I'm not, like, immediately super famous. Oh. This is devastating. Charles, oh. um, oh, I'm still on voicemail. Charles, I guess I'll uh, just disregard this message. Um, I'll be back at work next week, I guess. Uh, shit. I'm not famous. I'm not famous. I really thought I was fucking famous. Well, you heard it here first. Gabby Bolt is leaving the chaser. <laughs> yeah, no, she you will not be back. There's no takesies backsies on that. But yeah. poor, poor <laughs> Gabby, she clearly hasn't been to Adelaide before because she doesn't know that whenever anyone who's from out of South Australia actually enters the state, <laughs> that's the standard response. So just any yeah. new person entering. Yeah. It, it is true. Like, I remember the first time I went to Adelaide. We had, um, Dom, you might have even been there. Like We had literally... 
Like all the state senators, like the federal senators, tur- turned up. Um, to like in, in the pub, like like after we we were doing some event, and then they just happened to be in the pub. And well, there's the it, one pub. In, Natasha Stott Despoyer, remember she was the leader of yeah yeah yeah. yeah. What was the name there of was the only one pub in Adelaide though, isn't it? So that's why they were yeah. there. The, and then remember the premier turned up, and then the and then the governor, the governor of South Australia. <laughs> it's like that happens every time you go to Adelaide. You just sort of last time I went to Adelaide. Like I just got invited to the premier's house. That's that's so awkward that yeah. the premier of Adelaide thought that you were Kate Winslet. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on the show, uh, we're gonna have a look at um, Peter Dutton's very unique solution to the Queensland floods. Shoot uh, them. Plus, um, <clears throat> we've got a bit of a, a, a well problem with the with the toilet paper. Um, in the in the office? Uh, no, like in in the shop, the chaser shop. Ah, oh, oh, okay. We got a bit of an update on it. That's all right. No one's going to buy that anyway. Uh, but first of all, let's go to Rebecca Danimino in the chaser newsroom. Stick around for the one segment that's not us trying to sell you things. <laughs> <laughs> one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has made a powerful statement today informing Ukrainian citizens that Australia's borders are always open to any refugee who needs to flee their home country, as long as they're white. Morrison assured that Australia has plenty of land to share comfortably with fleeing migrants, whether they choose to stay in the under-construction quarantine hotels or offshore detention centres. Leaders of Pacific Island nations have asked Peter Dutton why he doesn't seem to find it funny that his electorate is currently underwater, considering how funny he thought their countries being underwater was. Dutton has responded to the foreign diplomats, explaining that he has simply been too busy to joke about these floods, as he has a lot of work to do trying to scam people wanting to help the flood victims with his GoFundMe campaign. A local woman has told journalists that she desperately misses living in precedented times. This comes after three years of news reports regarding truly unprecedented once-in-a-lifetime events happening weekly, with researchers suggesting that the amount of times journalists have said something was unprecedented have reached unprecedented highs. That's the latest headlines from The Chaser Report. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno, and if I have to say unprecedented one more time, I'm going to go on strike, which is unprecedented for The Chaser News Desk. Wait, wait, no, shit, I said it again. Oh, God damn it! It's been pretty rainy in Brisbane, hasn't it? Our, our friend Andy Neal, who directed um, several Chaser shows and worked with us a lot, his street turned into a river, did you see, Charles? He's basically now living with a water view just out the front of his store. Awesome. That's the, that is the dream when you live in Sydney to have water views. So <laughs> clearly, we need and, and a river and a dam. We need to put a dam on the Parramatta River so we can just flood the entirety of Sydney the way they're doing Brizzy. John Delmenico is here. Uh, you've got some updates about the floods. Luckily, the government, like they always do, have responded efficiently and and directly to a climate crisis. Wow! Nice. Yeah, Scott on Sunday night. Scott Morrison headed headed over to Queensland. 
And obviously the government still has $4.2 billion left over from its emergency fund based on the last couple of emergencies where they didn't quite spend any of the money. Yes, yes. They didn't spend any of the money, did they, in one, one of the fires? Yeah. One of the bush, bush fires, yeah. I think it's happened more than once they haven't spent the money. But this is also we also do need to offset the amount of money they have spent on emergency funds for other th- emergency car parks that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, Queensland is a must win. I mean, they they did very well in Queensland last election. They want to keep all those seats, so I assume mm-hmm. that the the financial floodgates will open as well, John, mm-hmm. and that um, everyone in Queensland will get at least a million dollars. Yeah. Well, not quite because they're not quite <laughs> going with the four point two billion dollar um, fund. Instead. Peter Dutton has gone to the American website GoFundMe to launch a GoFundMe campaign to raise money for the floods. Hang, hang on. Is this a Chaser parody of, like, do we set that up? Or is did the actual Peter Dutton actually Wait, set uh, up a GoFundMe? No, there's an actual Peter Dutton GoFundMe. So if you donate money, you'll go to, go, to Peter Dutton to then redistribute to give to other people. He, I, he I, does know that, he, that he's in the government. He does know <laughs> that he's got... Like the government resources of the government to hand out. Yeah, he sort of basically reverse engineered taxing and then added in giving an American company money, a profit, and also <laughs> uh, in the meantime. Wait, that's consistent though. He did this for the submarines and the tanks as well, right? Like, yeah, mm. well, this is just the best way to do it. You need to crowdfund this. I'm assuming next going to start crowdfunding our torture of refugees. <laughs> well, that is actually something Australians <laughs> would pay for. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not get ahead of ourselves here. Peter Dutton not spent the last month saying that Labor are colluding with the Chinese mm-hmm. and he's clearly <laughs> colluding with the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even people who have worked at GoFundMe have criticised this GoFundMe campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Being like, this is... This is just stupid. Like this is the whole point of GoFundMe is to pay for government failures. Now the government's going, well, well, yeah, because in America <laughs> the reason you have GoFundMe is because there's no such thing as universal health care, and that's <laughs> the only way you can pay to get your broken leg fixed. Yeah. I'm I'm just taking a look here, John. The Pine Rivers Community Flood Relief. So that's for his electorate, I think, for his particular area. <laughs> yeah. The target is twenty five thousand dollars. What are you going to do to fix flood relief in his electorate? For twenty five grand, you get like one dinghy. It, no, it'll be it'll be for the carpet in his electorate office. That's what it'll be for. I guarantee you. <laughs> well, if you look at the list, there's a long list of things that he reckons he can buy, like pay for volunteers to come to the electorate, to pay for food and shelter, pay for repairs. He clearly <laughs> understands how much twenty five thousand dollars can get you. <laughs> he uh, also, uh, we mocked, but at the time of recording, he's fallen short, but by only by a, a couple grand. Of the twenty five thousand. Oh, so it, people are donating. Well, wait. So are we are we calling out to chase listeners to to well, help donate? Well, there have been donations. There hasn't been many. There's been two point five grand from someone called Peter Dutton, <laughs> <laughs> and there's been fifteen thousand dollars from someone called Robert White. Fifteen thousand dollars. So one person's done the. The vast. Why didn't he just yeah. ask Robert for some money? <laughs> so I looked well, in. So Robert he, White. He does like whites, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. So, so Peter Dutton is mobilising the resources of people who probably minimise their tax. What, yeah. So mm-hmm. in some ways, it's sort of. Yeah. This is yeah. this what we're always arguing about is like tax the rich more, and it's yeah. like Peter Dutton's yeah. just gone. I can't trust the government to do this. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm pro <laughs> yes. Peter Dutton. He's sort of socialist, really. Mm. Well, and I'm looking. Looking down here, he's put in two and a half grand to kick this thing off. But he also owns about 30 investment properties. They're all, that entire town is just his investment <laughs> properties. Oh, right. well, yeah, that's of course why 
he oh, he's fixing to. up his own properties. <laughs> right. Well, you guys seem very negative on this campaign, but Scott Morrison, he has given a statement about this exact campaign, and it seems like you guys are getting the wrong idea of who's supposed to be dealing with this. Isn't disaster recovery a job for the government to pay for? Why is he setting up a door funding? Well, is this appropriate? communities and the government respond to events such as this. There's no purpose for, for an MP to crowdfund disaster recovery when the government has so many different disaster response funds ready to go. Well, um, I'm, I am a local member of parliament. <laughs> And as a local member of parliament, you always look to try and harness community support for responding to major disasters. That's what our, that's what our job is. So, yeah, so the job is to get the community to do your work for you. Ah, <laughs> so genius. Yeah, well, it, I mean, that did happen in the, in the bushfires. Because yeah. all those RFS volunteers held hoses. Mm. Well, yeah, he went to Hawaii. For Scott Morrison. And he got the community together to do his work for him. Yeah. And Peter Dutton is just doing the same thing. Yeah. It's just more of a... Sort of direct route by also giving money. Yeah, I don't. You, see, I don't see why people are complaining now. You got to have a GoFundMe to get a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. So, guys, before we go, just a bit of a disaster update. No, not about oh. the floods, um, about... Uh, Ukraine? No, about our merchandising shop. Oh. Chasershop.com. Oh. Head there for some great <laughs> deals. So Tom, you were so right. We're just plugging everything in this episode from Gabby to Peter Dutton and now Charles. Yeah, it's, it, it's another GoFundMe, except that the, the proceeds just go to prop up Charles's failing empire. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So the thing is, I don't know whether you remember, but last year we had a bit of a disaster because I decided to get toilet paper printed. And do you remember about a year ago, yeah. I got a whole lot of toilet paper printed. Mm. And we talked about it almost daily. And it turns mm. out that uh, there's a war between China and Australia, a trade war, which mm. means that they have enormous tariffs on things like toilet paper between right. the two nations. And the other thing is that actually importing toilet paper is a really stupid idea because <laughs> it's really bulky. And so you can't. Oh. You, you can only ship it over. You can't air freight over toilet paper. It is, makes is no. Is this the toilet paper sense. that was seventeen dollars a roll? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. We sold it for yeah something like that. Anyway, point is, uh, we got we got a new batch in because because actually what happened and this what? is because this is not my fault, right? This this particular stuff up. Oh yeah. Which is Cam noticed that the toilet paper actually the one especially the one with. Scott Morrison's face on it, mm. sold really well. Like, he found the last 100 rolls and put them on sale at the end of the last year. Mm. And they just sold like that, right? Yeah. Mm. So... That's well, a good product. So he went, okay, I'll, I'll buy some more. I'll, I'll look after the printing. It's all right, Charles. You know, it'll all work out. So he, he did that. And I just warned him. The only thing I warned him was, don't print too much. <laughs> Because it was a complete disaster last time. We lost money on it. Like, just <laughs> sort of, like, don't be so enthusiastic about it. So, well, obviously. 
He only printed like a thousand rolls of each type of thing. We got one with Scott Morrison's face on it, one with Rupert Murdoch's face on it. And we've imported it. It took months to do. We had to pay $700 this time in tariffs, which means I think the tariffs have gone up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, finally get here. Um, It arrives in the warehouse on Thursday. It is now Monday and it is basically all sold out. So the point is we should have ordered far more. Oh, oh, (laughs) oh. Great. And it was my advice. It was like me saying, ah, just (laughs) never trust me. For anything. Well, yeah, I was going to say, this is this hell frozen over. This is the first time that Charles has told someone not to be wildly enthusiastic <laughs> for something. <laughs> What's well, weird is also because I, I help out with the marketing stuff and I went, I knew that Charles wanted to talk about a toilet paper failure. And I thought there's going to be a different issue with this toilet paper run that Charles is going to bring forward. Oh, what's the, what's, what's the other problem with it? So the other problem was oh, that yeah. when we listed the uh, upcoming spin tour and the uh, high-end tickets uh, yeah. you can buy... You can, it specifically says you can get Scott Morrison toilet paper if you buy the high-end ticket. Mm. But all the all the toilet papers coming in packs are two with a Rupert Murdoch one. Yeah. And also, Charles didn't tell us that this was going to be a promotion. That is so, that is another well, reason why... It's not my fault. Literally, literally, I basically need all the toilet papers that they order <laughs> for our tour, right? Which is a bit of a disaster. But can I say, we came up with the perfect solution. So we promised oh, everyone... Cool. We promised everyone that the toilet paper will have the leader of Australia on it. Ah. Oh, sorry, and then so when they see, oh, some of them will have Ruben Murdoch's face and some of them will have Scott Morrison. When they see Scott Morrison's, we'll go, oh, sorry, there must have been a mix-up because we <laughs> promised you the leader of Australia. <laughs> oh, yeah. And some of them got Scott Morrison's face on it. <laughs> nice. What no, are you going to do if Albo wins the election? What? What are you going to do if Albo wins the election? You'll have to sort of go around to all the electorate. All the polling booths and just collect all the core flutes and turn them into toilet paper. I mean, Eileen, if Albo wins, then Rupert Murdoch will still be the leader of Australia. So yeah, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. What I, can, I don't think there's any from at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think there's a few more. I think the, some of the Rupert ones are still available. Yeah. If you go to the website, chasershop.com. But also, I happen to also plug our upcoming show that's going all around Australia except for Perth um, so called Perth. Spin. So if you go to chaser.com.au slash live, you can uh, buy tickets to spin. Eric and when he it. says our, he means his and other people. Who yeah, are yeah. yeah. <laughs> me, uh, me, our show. How many people <laughs> at this desk are in that show? It's, show? Me, it's me, James Schleffel, um, and Mark Humphreys. But the Ooh. jokes are written by everyone. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> our gears from Road Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow. And look out for my forthcoming toilet paper with Charles' first face on it.